No, we do not have the uh, Tennessee Vol music, which we normally have at this time when our buddy Chip Scoggins joins us. Chip is on another uh, campus visit for one of his 842 kids, which we believe he has. So Chipper is out. He will be replaced by the senior columnist from the uh, Star Tribune. The Hall of Famer Patrick Ricey is going to join us. It's been months since Patrick has joined us. Patrick back on the show at 2.35. Give us a follow on Twitter at Dave underscore Harrigan at Chad Hartman Show. Bob Fletcher, Ramsey County Sheriff, join us 12.35. The criticism he has taken from Paul Schnell and Ramsey County on his overcrowded jail. That was at 1235. We talked about the balloon, everything legit, and all the utter nonsense tied to the balloon at the start. Extended, overrated, underrated, properly rated, leading into some Grammy talk. And now uh, felons and voting. This has been debated in this country at the federal level and at the state level for a long time. And it's coming up again at the Capitol, in particular because the DFL is in charge. They feature Reverend Brian Heron, former city council member, and his path to be able to vote once again. And then it gets into some of the details. The DFL majorities in the House and Senate have backed legislation to eliminate the weight of felons to vote. I'll get into what that weight is in a moment. The House passed the bill 71-59 last week. This is a very split issue. And obviously it's not all Democrats on one side and not, not all Republicans on the other side, but it's very close. Republicans, uh, in an overwhelming fashion, are against the idea of restoring uh, felons um, the ability to vote. The whole perception of soft on crime and that debate, which ping-pongs back and forth between Republicans and Democrats. As our pal, Rochelle Olson, who wrote about this, she points out another great Rochelle story. Felon voting and restoration has been a pending the Supreme Court for more than a year. December, the court heard arguments on a lawsuit seeking to restore the voting rights of felons after lower courts declined. The Secretary of State and the Attorney General, Ellison and Simon, say it's within the legislator's authority to change the law. And as Rochelle points out, states vary widely in their approach. Maine, Vermont, D.C., felons, never lose their right to vote while incarcerated. 21 states, felons can't vote while locked up, but they retain the right to immediately on release. Minnesota, one of 16 states, felons lose their voting rights while locked up and during their parole or probation and often until they pay fines or restitution. Representative Cedric Fraser, DFL, New Hope, 
said these voting bans are explicitly racist and they date back to slavery. Republicans tried to amend the bill. They don't have the votes in the House or the Senate and obviously at the the governor's level. Representative Paul Novotny wanted to require the payment of fines, fees, and restitution before voting rights are restored. Frazier and Majority Leader Jamie Long called that proposal an unconstitutional poll tax. Tying the ability to vote to pay fines is a poll tax. Novotny withdrew his amendment. So, where do you stand? Do you uh, do you want to be like Maine, Vermont, D.C., and felons while incarcerated can keep voting? Do you think there are levels of this? I want to hear from you. I want you to chime in. Where do you stand on this issue? I mean, have we spent enough time lately talking about legitimate votes, who won, who didn't win, who should be allowed to vote, when you're allowed to vote, mail-in voting, ballot boxes, fake news, lawsuits, individuals who commit felons. I want to hear from you. 651 461 9226. Dave, you want to chime in first before we get some texts? And I'll chime in also again. Where do you stand on restoring voting for felons? 651 461 9226. Cities one, talk and text line. Dave Harrigan is king of the state of Minnesota. Would you wear a crown often if you were king? Absolutely. Of course you would. As king. You decree what regarding felons and voting? I think levels is the way to go. I do. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you know, like you said, Maryland, or me, Maine, and the few other states that say, "Go ahead and vote while you're in prison." Mm, I don't know if I'm comfortable with that. Uh, that might be a little far, but I, once you're out, once you've served your time. Yeah, I think, you know, maybe there's certain levels of a crime where you just you lose it. If you know, I think particularly violent crimes of, you know, a murder or an attempted murder or a serious assault. Yeah, maybe you forfeit that right. Um, but I don't know. I think once you're out, once you've paid your debt, I mean, you could say a lot of people would argue this is a continuing of paying your debt. But, you know, the laws that are made in this country still impact you just as much as everyone else. So I. I think once you know, once you've done the prison sentence or whatever it is, I'm willing to have the discussion about, yeah, you get back in the voting booth. Conceptually, we agree. Okay, let me be more direct though on Maine, Vermont, and D.C. That felons never lose the right to vote even while incarcerated. Hell no, no, no. If you've committed a felon and you're in the sneezer, you're not voting. If I'm if I'm now king, I've shivved you in the back, Aragon. What am I, Julius Caesar? You're gone, buddy. In 21 states, felons can't vote while locked up, but they retain regain the right immediately on release. I don't think I'm immediate. 
But here's my issue. How do they get it? Because some individuals are just flat out broke when they come back. And it is going to take a period of time. And I'm with you, by the way. There are certain crimes, and murder is obviously at the top of the list, where for me, again, you're not getting it back. You're just not. Certain levels were so heinous that if you're eventually freed, no, you're out for me. It does get dangerously, though, to a poll tax if it's just pain. Because a part of me really wants to agree with that, Dave, and say paid fines or restitution. So what is the restitution? What can a felon, he or she, do to demonstrate they should be in good standing to vote? I I don't think automatic. I don't. I'm sorry. For me, and I get we have a less than perfect judicial system. We see stories almost weekly of someone who is released after maybe decades, Dave. We know this judicial system is weighted incredibly one way. Money. Way more than race. Way more than gender. It's money. If you got dough and you have an attorney, as opposed to public defender who's got 500 cases that day and is learning about your case as you sit down. There is no comparison. So I get that we have people who are treated incredibly differently. But I am somewhere in no chance in voting while in the slammer for a felon. Okay, I'm out. It's not automatic, but I don't quite know how you earn that back. And that's where I want people to tell me how they could earn it back or say absolutely they don't earn it back or they should earn it back right away. You can call me. You can text me. That's why we have the Cities One talk and text line. If you want to add your name, fantastic. If you don't, don't. It does allow us to distinguish a little bit if you add the name, but that's your call. 651-461-9226. Uh, Grammy's tunes, Dave Harrigan hates modern music. So it kind of pains you to play this, right? I love this one. Little Encanto. As far as all of the Grammy winners last night, I heard this one a thousand times more than any of the others. Yeah, that's true. We're talking uh, felons and voting restoration. Patrick Royce in about 10 minutes. All right, let's um, let's get to uh, some of the text here. One hundred percent, they have a right to vote. This is America, not Iran. Are you leaning that way at all, Dave? Where no matter how heinous your felony is, multiple murders, and somehow forty years later, you get out. Are you in a restoration situation because, hey, you're a citizen, 
taxation without representation. Let's toss that baby out because I'm a no on that. I'm I'm an murder. Too bad you've lost it. If you're out there killing people or even you know, attempting to kill people, no, I think I'd even look seriously at like you know financial crimes. the The scope of it, if it's you know to a level where you're ruining people's lives. I think we can talk about you not voting ever again. That would be fine. How about rehab? How about the folks who say, you know, it's not just the punishment. It's the rehabilitation. If you have been released, um, let's say, less than the time you've served, you've met with these boards, they have made a decision that you have changed your life. Eh. I mean, not enough for me on certain grounds. No, I don't think so. No, and not not in the most egregious ones. No, it's definitely not. Keep the text coming six five one four six one nine two two six. If if incarcerated, no rights. No, I'm not going to go no rights. I mean, because we have abuse. We have while we had Bob Fletcher on, where someone was having a stroke and they didn't receive treatment, or they were bleeding for hours, no food, no water. No, we don't torture. But this isn't a guarantee. The state needs to invest money in the prison system, or you're going to keep uh, getting garbage coming out. Uh, let's see. Murderers would only vote for Trump one year out of prison. You should have the right to vote no matter what crime except for fraud. <laughs> Murderers would only vote for Trump. You want to leave that one to me, uh, Dave? I think that's. Uh, I think you saw those signs at all the Trump rallies. Murderers for Trump, right? I'm, I must miss that one. Uh, you, you keep your eyes open. They were there, I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, they should be able to vote only after they've served their sentence, finished their probation, and completely paid back any restitution that was required. The money part gives me some hesitancy. Does that give you any hesitancy? A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it, once we're paying to vote, I think that's an issue. Text to respond to what you said. What do murder or even financial crimes have to do with your right to vote? What about adultery? That's cheating. You open it up to financial crimes. I'm more on the murder side. Only limitations, this texter says, is treason. No, you kill someone. To me, that's another one. Come on, Chad. Dems buying votes straight up. This is what this is all about, just like the driver's license joke. Um, there is a consistent consistency in how Democrats believe. Is there a voting component to this, just like there is to certain issues with Republicans? Yes, I believe so. I think we'd be naive to say no. You with me? Yep, absolutely. But to act like one party's doing this and other parties are not uh, is rather naive. Well, it doesn't necessarily good mean it shouldn't happen. No. You know, you can no. have good intentions, you can have bad intentions. That doesn't mean there's you still can't have the discussion. And you can benefit from this, right? Um, on voting, by the way, even with so many Republicans pushing back, 
you know, Trump was saying voting by mail is fraud and the, the, the ballot box is fraud. I think I saw some recently where he's changed his tune on that. Of course he should. We've got states that have voted for years by mail, including that wacky liberal place, Utah. So both parties are inclined to do things that potentially benefit them. Yeah. And why would so let's the, not act like just one is doing it. Why would the Democrats but, want to do this to buy votes if all the murderers are going to vote for Trump anyway? Yeah, that one I still <laughs> I I must have missed that one. The fabulous Patrick Royce is minutes away on CCO. It's been a few months, but the great Patrick Royce is kind enough to join us. He is with us on the uh, John Schuster Coldwell Banker Highline. Patrick, our guy Harrigan, is playing tunes from the Grammys last night. It was on for about 19 <laughs> hours. Of okay. the 19 hours it was on, you watched how much? Uh, none of that, and I didn't. I wasn't aware until somebody mentioned it today that it was on, but the rest of the TV was so rotten last night. Had I known, I might have actually watched some of it. Uh, uh, and I, I started looking at the list, and I, the first name I saw was Abba, and I thought maybe they'd won and come back. Wait, wait, who's, who's still alive from Abba? Who's they, they, what, what the hell? Did they have an album or something? Abba? Yes. They were up for a number of categories. I was fine with them going. They got to be older than me. Those guys got to be 90. What the hell? You know? Okay. Anyway. You're you're driving and listening to music. What are you listening to? I listen to uh, Outlaw Country. I listen. Then if I don't like what they're playing, I hit one button and I go to Willie's channel, which I don't like as well. And then I got Soul Town on 47, and those are the only two buttons that I have. I listen to either uh, Soul Town or uh, or, uh, Outlaw Country is uh, the one I I like because they they are mostly playing uh, old country, and I never try to hit one up on the satellite because you got new country, which I can't stand, which might as well just be called pop music, right? It is. It's the same stuff. So, no but I, uh, old country, soul town, and but I don't, you know, I, I listen to more local radio probably than I do uh, those those two. But sometimes, if the topic, uh, you know, uh, once they stopped talking about the balloon, I had to change channels because I was very excited <laughs> about the balloon. Yes, I was very. Excited I heard it was the over the valley. <laughs> I heard it was very <laughs> simple. Eric. I hope they don't see what I've been watching. I don't know in China they might not. <laughs> they might. They might all be in trouble. I don't know. They, that's, that's I could be blocked right, sun- by the Chinese. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, Sunday night TV is normally there's normally a lot of good stuff. Okay, I I just recorded the first episode of The Last of Us. I know I'm behind, but I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna try that. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you sampled it all, Your Honor, with uh, Brian Cranston? Yeah, I didn't make it through year one. It's, and now I look at him and he's gone completely insane. And I, 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 I don't do that. I'm not. I don't think I'm going to get into that. But uh, you know, I love him. He's a great actor. But uh, I, I don't think so. I, you know, what I, I'm a Sunday night guy. I just wait for it. 
masterpiece to come up with a four episode something that's watchable and they haven't had one of those in a long time so that's not bad uh, yeah that's that uh, sunday night but uh the new show i've been watching is poker face which is on peacock which is basically some guy who used to was a young guy and had something to do with colombo uh and they, they it's the same thing they, they show you the murder and then this uh, woman, uh, what's her name? Lion, Lion, uh, Natasha Lyon, who's a. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Character. I know who you're talking about. And yep. she mm-hmm. reads your face and uh, knows whether you're lying or not, and she ends up solving mm. it. That's pretty good. She's driving all over the country because some guys. Benjamin, is it Benjamin Brott, the guy that's. Uh, yeah, good looking guy. Good looking guy, getting a little older now. He's been sent off to kill her, so every once in a while he shows up to. Uh, to get a chance to kill her, and so far she's escaped, which is good because there's ten episodes and we're only through five. It would be, <laughs> you know, if he already got his revenge, it wouldn't. It would kind of beat the no. beat the purpose of the whole show. So, uh, but that's not too bad. That one's uh, okay. What else have I? What else have I seen lately? I don't know. It's uh, here's it. We we have a crisis though in the in the Ricey household. Okay. Uh, last night Amazon, which is what we have most of our apps on. Uh, said they wanted us to sign in again, right? Sure. And uh, because apparently they they gave us you they gave everybody a price raise, and then you have to you know reapprove it or something. Sign back we in. We have not been able to uh, get back into it. These two older uh, people <laughs> in our home are. Uh, I try to solve it by swearing at it. The wife is uh, just kind of trying to do something on the computer. So far, we've uh, failed miserably. So uh, uh, that's uh, that's the one downside of uh, streaming. Is it a password situation or what yeah, is? Yeah, well, they they got the thing on the TV. If you uh, you know use this code now, but then they give you a different code when you're trying to use it, and it's uh, it's very. And you know what you can't do, Chad? You can't call up Amazon and say. Hey, no. Bill, what am I supposed to do here? No, that's exactly right. That's they have exactly. a few too many customers to worry about. Two poor saps in Golden Valley trying to figure it out. So, some, yeah. uh, you know, uh, we're, we're about one day we're removed from the Geek Squad who, uh, you know, they might as well just come in with a gun and tell you to give them the billfold. But uh, at least and they the Geek Squad will be there about seven seconds. Boom. Yeah, and it'd be a hundred and ninety nine bucks. Yeah, that comes to the bill. So. Yeah. I've I've told you this many times. I, I I felt like uh Tom Brady has imitated you many times. It's happened again. Years ago you posed shirtless uh yeah. at the fort mm-hmm. in a, a now legendary picture, at, at and I think Tom Brady imitated you today. Right? Yes, what is that? Is Tom he, is, he, uh, I think this is what we call a thirst trap. This is Tom, two things. One, he's got a clothing line. Mm-hmm. And two, just in case every phenomenal-looking woman from 26, I want to say about 43, if they didn't yeah. know Tom was available, they now yeah. do. He's in his undies, right? And he's kind of covering up correct. his, uh, he's covering you up know his what? equipment, sort of. Sort of yes. Right? Yeah. What the yes. hell? I thought, you know, I was at the uh, Hubbard station, and the two 
And Lori and Julia, who do that on uh, women's station, you know, WPMS, sure. we call it. Uh, they don't okay. like that too well. but, but I can't imagine why. When, when I'm teasing them, but but they're great. Yeah. And they were sure. They were sure they, did you see this? I said, oh, yeah. what's he up to? I don't know what the, what the deal is here. But it was a slow day in sports when that became the, no. um, being yeah. the biggest. Well, he also today, he goes on with Colin Coward, and I could go on regarding Colin Coward, but, Mm -hmm. and he says, now that Fox is paying him 10 years, 375 million, very similar to your deal at Hubbard, that he's not going to work any games next year. He Mm -hmm. needs to decompress. In other words, he's got to make sure like Mahomes doesn't get hurt. Mm -hmm. Allen doesn't get hurt. You know, there still might be yeah, a job that might, Tom's yeah, going to make himself Bowl, available a, for. A team that's on the cusp of the Super Bowl might need a quarterback. That's true. Yes. He'd like to walk in and win another one. Now, isn't there a big hot rumor that uh, uh, certainly it wouldn't have put him and Giselle in bankruptcy, but uh, that he, they got beat up crypto. bad in the crypto world? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, well, he he yes. thinks he's smarter than everyone else, so I can see him getting into that. So, But, you know, well. What? For all the jokes we're making about him, there's been nothing like this in our entire lives that a guy could, uh, you know, he wasn't functional this year, but he was functional until he was age 44. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is. It's 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 incomprehensible that uh, a guy could, uh, you know, a sixth-round draft choice out of Michigan who way back when my dear friend Ron Borges from the uh, Boston, he was at the Globe then, I think, wrote this hysteric column about how could Belichick be stupid enough to use Tom Brady in this playoff game instead of bringing back Drew Bledsoe, (laughs) (laughs) which he might have had to eat that one a little bit. I think that one, you might have had some fun. And I'll tell you this, 20 years later, he was still playing quarterback. Yeah. (laughs) No doubt he slipped. And it's not like I was consumed by Bucks football, but I swear to God, their offense line looked like oh, me God, and yeah, you. It was terrible. It was terrible. Terrible. He had no chance. He, yeah, but he and yeah, I think he and Giselle were on the outs before he came back. That just became yeah. an excuse, don't you? Yeah. So, oh, I don't yeah, know. They both it. have options. They both have options. Yes, they're going to be fine. They're <laughs> yeah. not on the local dating websites, you know, <laughs> look, yes, looking for are. companionship. So yeah, let's. Yeah. Uh, you didn't look at our paper today, did you? Yes, sir. The back page of the sports section. We got a half a page devoted to the flag football game. Yes, I'm looking at it a, Somebody right from now. AP has to write a gamer on this thing. <laughs> I would with stats. Quit, I, I, I would have quit my – with stats, yes. I would have quit my job and said, no, thank you, I'm done. I, you know, I'm going to go 10 bar or something to write a, exactly. and it, one of the lines in there was that it ended a five game losing streak for the <laughs> NFC. What, my God, what planet are we on here? <laughs> Flag football. Oh, it's unbelievable. They probably had a better rating than any world series game. Oh, so who knows? Without a doubt. I, I said on Twitter, if you intentionally watch this, you need an intervention. Yeah. You need help at this point. I want to talk. Uh, I want to talk a little basketball with you. Oh and my God. Let's let's talk the U of M. We could get to both programs because I think our friend Waylon 
he's finally going to start taking some heat. Okay, she yeah. good recruiting class, but the same thing is happening. So that's about to pick up. But I tried to watch some of the Ben's basketball game on Saturday, just as I tried to watch a little bit of that Rutgers game. They're unwatchable, Patrick, and I got oh, it. They have some players out. Yeah, I, but you know, they, I don't remember yeah. worse guard play in oh, my God. adult life at the U of M. So I don't care as much about you know, you know the the center who Marcus Fuller's turning into Kareem, Wilt, and Shaq. Yeah. And then the shooting guard. If they don't have a guy who can do this novel concept dribble next year, yeah. it, it's going to be meaningless once again. Yeah, I said their only weaknesses are they can't shoot, they don't rebound, they uh, <laughs> they don't play much defense, and they turn it over a whole lot. Outside of that, they <laughs> got it all going for them. And, you know, I wrote a thing after that Indiana game. I talked. I had a nice 20-minute conversation on the phone with Ben, but, you know, yeah. about how you hold Ben's up. Ben's a great guy. And I wrote, you know, kind of a, you know, we got to give him time. But, boy, I'd say the window has gone to three years instead of four, as bad as this is. You cannot be in the Big Ten with the amount of money that's coming into that league now and – you you can't be this bad. You cannot. You cannot. I mean, okay. They everybody bailed on him last year, which was kind of interesting. But it it happened, yes. and he, he slapped that team together. And this year, uh, you know, he's, as he said, it's the start of the rebuilding process. But uh, there's no uh, there's nothing to see here, and it, it's pretty sad. Uh, you know, it. You know, when you're bad, Chad. When the last did you, you didn't happen to hang with the game, did you? I mean, no, you're not I, enough I, classic, I gave up at, at and, late and in the and first you, half. And you've done play. You've done plenty of announcing when the Timberwolves were losing by 32, and you, yes, you couldn't really yes. be 100 percent honest. But uh, <laughs> but when this the last two times I've let I've watched them, the TV guys, a big one from the Big Ten Network, and then I don't know where they were. Were they Big Ten again last night? The last five minutes are an excuse, are the excuse, and Ben's doing a fine yes, job, sir. and they're, you know, mm-hmm. when they when they have to spend the last five minutes a game telling you, you know, trying to make an excuse for how bad you stink, uh, you're, uh, you know, you've reached the uh, the limit of badness. But college basketball in general, I used terrible. to love it, but I just can't stand it. It's terrible. Yeah. I mean, if if you think college basketball is better than the NBA, mm-hmm. uh I've got an ophthalmologist for you. I mean, there, there's no comparison. I'll say this, too. I, I've heard a, a couple people close to the program, you know, lamenting, too, that, well, geez, we're out of scholarships, and we I don't know how we're going to add a guard. I'm like, I could get rid of six guys right now. What are you talking about? Here's what you do. You go in and have a meeting with Dion, like Dion did, and said, all you guys can transfer as far as I'm concerned. I'm getting better players than you, you know. That's- Correct. <laughs> you know, yeah. No, yeah. That's the thing, though. They'll have you, when when you're bad now. You you're you got a t- chance to be worse because of the transfer portal. Because the, the guy, the you know, the male version of uh, Scalia is not going to stay in place. He, he's going to go yeah. somewhere else, right? And you know, you're bringing in Dennis. Uh, what's the name of the Evans. superstar from California? Evans. Dennis yeah. Evans. You think he's going to watch this more than one year before he bails? You know, I mean, that transfer portal is 
it makes it even harder when you're bad, I think. And uh, I, I don't know what, the, you know, somebody told me, actually, a media person, and then I confirmed it. They have zero NIL money right now for basketball. So if you have somebody wants the same to transfer. Thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the, Fox kid, the Fox kid's got twelve grand, but I think he brought that with him from Aberdeen. <laughs> they had more <laughs> NIL money than... They had more NIL money than we do. We we're putting it all into PJ, and uh, you know yeah. I don't know. It's it's awful, but uh, you know who's got a bad basketball record? Mark Coyle. Yes, <laughs> check it yes, out. Somebody sent that to me. It's eighty nine and one hundred ninety or something. Yeah. It's awful. It's I have and to go, place, sir. And that place, Chad, when it's when there's four thousand people in there, is terrible no fun. No fun. Well, because the last thing, I, I I think 20 years ago it was time to say goodbye to the place. But my yeah, friends who know would say, name one booster is going to give us any money. And I go, yeah, I got nobody. I mean, there the is no. Is you'd have to have a nuclear weapon to blow it up. <laughs> take a, take five or a balloon. This, I got a balloon for you. Who knows what's in that balloon? That could maybe just pick it right up and take it over exactly. the country. You know, okay. Always right, a pleasure, man. sir. Thank you. See you. Goodbye. The Goodbye. Uh, fabulous, the legend, Patrick Royce, here with us on CCO. Tomorrow, a couple regulars, Adam Carter. We'd like to call it Ask Adam Anything. Jamie Hukas, 135. We'll tell you, we're trying to get Brian Sullivan from CNBC to talk economy since we have the unnecessary, get rid of it, State of the Union tomorrow. Linda's construction time check is telling you, Check out the windows, Infinity by Marvin Windows. Jason and that voice is next.